pause for a second, y'all, and tell y'all how much I love that intro. I just want to get that on CD. That's how old I am. I want it on CD, and I want to put it on repeat. And I just want to ride somewhere far and just play that song. I feel like Jesus is in there. (laughs) (laughs) That's how dope that that little instrumental is. But Welcome back to another episode of Cut Different, hashtag Cut Different on all platforms, all social media platforms, and all streaming platforms. I got a special guest with me again today, Brother Tony. Yes, sir. It's cold. He got lotion. You know. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, bro? I'm good, bro. How about yourself? I'm good, man. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, before we uh, started recording, we was in the middle of a conversation about dealing with confrontation. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you you were about to share something with me? Yeah, yeah. I, w- I was saying that, you know, we're 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 not as as children of God and, and men and women of God. We're we're not doormats as men. Because people would think that just because you serve God, they would think, okay, I could do anything to them. And they'll just back off, they'll cower down or whatever. But God ain't made us that way. The same way that he made us, he doesn't want us to change that because he gave, he gave us a character, a personality, right? right. So he don't, if, if, we, if we was aggressive, out there when we was in the world, so they say, you should be that same aggression, but in a different way. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? I, I, so let's give an example. If someone approaches me and we have a conversation, say for instance, and that conversation, they're kind of bolsterous, but I'm bolsterous as well. So God lets he lets us still have that same bolsters, but in a way of drawing, a way of love. You understand what I'm saying? So it ain't like we're going to fight because, man, don't no, nobody do that no more. Y'all y'all see how the world is. Ain't nobody doing that no more. Joker's pulling out weapons. Yeah. Ain't nobody doing no fist to cuff no more. So, but at the same time, what God is doing with us, because my wife says all the time that I'm confrontational. But it's not that I'm confrontational. I'm just not going to let you run over me. What I will do when you come with whatever you have, we can sit down, we can discuss it, but you're just not going to bully me around because that is not how he fashioned me. Because if he fashioned me different, then I'll be like, okay, I'm going to let you do whatever. No, that's, that's, that's not my, that ain't even my character. My character is after Christ and how he did things. Like I was saying before. Now think about Christ. If that was the case, when Christ went in, when they were selling in, in the church or whatever they, they call it, uh, the building, when they were selling in there, he went and kicked them out. Now, if he didn't cower down, he didn't say, oh, I just let y'all do whatever. No, he said, this is a house of God, not a den of thieves. Hmm. And they in there selling. So if we, if we go by what Christ did, what he did it, but he did it. Out of love because what? The love for the people showing them that this is not a place where you do this. Because this place is made, is supposed to be a sacred place, a place where people will come to worship, whatever the case may be. You, I mean, yeah. we can't be like that. Just let anybody run over us. That is not saying you humble. That's not humbleness. 
And people would take that and, oh, I got to be humble. They saying, and you know what? It'll be like you running a church. Say you're a pastor, right? Just to give an example. You're a pastor, right? You're over church. And they just come in and God has given you a charge to run the fellowship the way, with love, the way, because he, he wants structure and order, right? Right. Now they come in, they just got all type of chaos going. Women like to talk, men do too. Some are more petty than women, but but so they in, they just they got all kind of mess going on in your fellowship. Fornicate, whatever case may be, lying, you see them doing all, and you just say, Well, okay, y'all just gotta come in, we gotta love the Lord. See, that's foolishness. That ain't the way God fashioned. If he put that pastor there or that person in charge, that person has certain characteristics and attributes that God wanted in that position to make things flow in decency and order the way it's supposed to be. And you wouldn't believe how many guys like struggle with that, like not knowing when to assert in certain situations. That's that's always and and it's not for myself speaking. It's not necessarily the assertion part or when to pull back. It's when it's the afterthought for me that drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. After I've handled something correctly, mm-hmm. and then that old man being in my head like, man, you should slap him, <laughs> and he'll, he'll stay there for a week. <laughs> like wait till you see him next time. Just just try to try to push it that way. Yeah. And see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Be- because the old person, our old man within us, is saying, man, you let him punk you. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. You let him punk you. But believe it or not, the new man is saying, no, he didn't punk you. What you did was show the Christ in you, and they didn't show the Christ in them. Right, and the funny thing is, when I when I handle it the correct way, even though I'm looking for it, the next time I encounter that person, they're talking to me the way they're supposed to. Right, they're doing it right. Now I'm the I'm the problem now because I'm looking for it. what you say. What you mean? How yeah. how you doing? How so you looking for what it you now? <laughs> yeah, you I know it. And uh, you know, it's, it's just maturing in, in in God. You know what I mean? And just letting some things go. That that we we some of us men especially have a hard time doing you know none of us are alone you know men and women have that problem but you know particularly in that situation those type of situations you know I know men struggle with yeah that that where am I after I say yes to God anyway you know what it is bro you know what it is the more we continue and it, it's even now it will meet the more we continue. To learn of God's character, the more that stuff weeds out of us. You know, as far as the uh, thinking about why I didn't do certain things or, or, or they got over on me. You know, the thing about it is, when you really look at it and, and narrow it all down, all it is, is we struggle with pride. We, we struggle with that because we've been taught all our lives, even my, my parents, don't let nobody push you around. You know what I'm saying? Or or if somebody hits you, what you supposed to do? Hit them back. Yeah. 
You know, we've been taught that as as young men and all your life, that's how we've been raised up. Yeah, I came up in a church where I seen, you know, deacon and ministers get punched. And they just try to handle the situation. <laughs> they didn't do anything. <laughs> they, they just stood firmly in where they were spiritually. And they didn't engage physically wow. at all. And I was... I was always like, so that's what it means? You know what I mean? Right. That's what it means to like ch- just chill out? Even though you know that ain't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no. Because even, even with me being, taking that type of characteristics when I'm dealing with a dispute verbally, uh-huh. that's one thing. But if you touch me, that's another story. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and it's finding the middle ground, you, you know, a lot of guys didn't have fathers. So, you know, navigating in that space, you got to kind of, whatever you saw is, is the directive that you take. Absolutely. You know what? I'm, I'm going to give a good example. And there's two. But I'm going to give one that everybody knows. When you really, and, and a lot of people just don't agree with it now. When you really look at just a natural example that we see that everybody can identify with, Martin Luther King. If you really think about that, dude, getting beat, spat on. Now, Christ was the the ultimate example, but I'm talking about one that we've seen. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That, I mean, he went through all of this, but why? Why did he do it? Why did he not? Because... He loved the people and he wanted the people to be what? Free. He understood the assignment. He understood what was his assignment. Now, he could have fought back because the people around him wanted to do what? Fight. No, we're going to stand up. We're going to fight and we're going to do this thing. We're going to meet them fight for fight. But he was like, no, what we do it is nonviolent. He was just such a great example to say, listen, nothing has changed from Christ to him to us. It hasn't. I mean, the way God wants us to treat people and the way he wants us to interact with people, it ain't changed from Christ to Martin Luther King to us. And we have to follow those examples. Is it hard? What, What makes people want to fight back? It's really our pride. Because, dude, you hit me, I'm finna bust your head. You hit the wrong one. This one right here don't even play it. But what was that? Now, you hit him back. And your one hit knocks him down. He dies. And you may get off. Because he hit you first. But if you get off, now you have to live with that mm-hmm. for the rest of your life. He gone. He started it. But now it's in you. Now you got to say, man, I, because believe me, when you go, you'll think about first. Well, he hit you first. But after, after it's all over, you'll say, man, I killed a man. Yeah. And you're going through court after court after court, waiting for somebody to say, if you could go to prison or you go home. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that's what gives me peace, you know, even outside of having that conversation with you, you know, throughout the years, 
about different little interactions I've had. It always gives me peace. I'd rather deal with with that 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 pride in my head, yeah, than dealing with that. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I'd rather deal with that on my own, like going back and forth with myself about, you know what I mean, something I, I don't want to do anyway. Yeah, and ultimately, I always making the decision not to. Yeah, yeah, and then then dealing with that. I agree. Like that's 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 hard to get over, like hurting somebody like that. You know, whether you hit them and they fall down and get hurt by accident or, or you shoot them. Yeah. You know, that's that's too much. That's too much. You got to live with that every day. Every day. Every day. That's a big, go- big, big gap in the earth that you, you, you taking that away. Yeah. All I because agree. you couldn't just hold your peace. Couldn't control your own yeah. emotions. Yeah. Like for what? And brother, listen, we, we saying this, everyone, <clears throat> but I know. That I want to say what what everybody is easier said than done. Yeah. Because you really have to be in a position where, especially now, let me tell you where it really get interesting and really get touchy. Don't let them smack you in front of your wife or your girlfriend Whew. or your kids or your children. <laughs> See now. Now you didn't take you went into another area because your children looking at you like, man, dad, you got smacked and you ain't do nothing. Yeah. Or your wife like, what? I mean, what? Yeah. And the most important part of that whole thing is before it gets to that point, there's always this area where you could have stopped it. There it is. You know what I mean? I could have walked away. There it is. I could have said something a little bit kinder, you know, spoke with love instead of, you know, aggression. And I could have turned that off. You know, I'm good in that area. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to go past that area. Yeah. You know, I don't know what the outcome that that that's gonna be. If I meet your energy with mine, you know, somebody getting hurt today. Yeah, cause you're a big dude, man. <laughs> you're a big dude. <laughs> but even with that, you know, hey, I've seen guys my size get knocked out by dudes smaller than you. Yeah. You but, know what I mean? But but most people, when they look at you, you're like. Oh no, I I I I think I pass. <laughs> I'm just I'm just being real. But sometimes that 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 I've experienced in my life, I've met guys that wanted to try it. Wanted to see. You know what I mean? They they, they saw that as a threat or a challenge. Hmm. You know what I mean? And me just sitting here talking. I ain't doing nothing to you. But you see that as anything that come out of my mouth, you looking at the mountain. And like you, you want to see what 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 this mountain about? You know what I mean? And that's that's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. You know, and and that's something that you know our our juvenile mind would would possess. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You want to yeah, you, you want to go down that road just just, just to, to prove your yeah, manhood. Yeah. Wow. For what? So that that area before you get to that, let's let's talk about like solutions for it. Like if 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 you know that. If somebody's selling out to you, that's what we used to call it back in that day, you know, <laughs> selling out. Somebody's selling out, selling wolf tickets to you, or talking trash. They want, they talking real aggressive, like they really want to do something. You, you, you have a choice then to not engage. That's true. In that Absolutely. conversation. Absolutely. And if it's a conversation you have to have, the way you go about selling that makes all the difference. Like yeah. you don't have to give them what they're giving you. That's right. I'm going to give you God. That's it. I'm going to give you a God. I'm going to give you a pass. I'm going to give both of us a chance to go home, walk away from this. 
That is the key, my brother. That's that's, that's that's that that would be my focus. Like I want to go home. Yeah. I don't know where you want to go. I don't know what you want to do. But this is my frame frame of mind. Like yeah. I want to go. Yeah. I got my daughters. You know, I, I got I got family. I don't want to lose what I got messing around with you. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? What you just saying is 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 right in line with with the word of God. To yeah. where it says, a soft answer turns away wrath. Yeah. So when they engage in you and you give them a soft answer, like, hey, man, I, I don't know what's going on with you, but listen, man, we we good. I mean, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I, I don't know what happened. If I stepped on whatever the case may be, we good. Right. And, and, and that's that area that you said that now we have an area in between that to get to that area where we ready to go fist to cuff, mm-hmm. there's an area in there where somebody has to be the more mature person. And the person that comes, like you just said, and says, hey, man, look, I don't know, and, and you give them that soft answer, that person is the one that's the mature one. You know what really messes them up sometimes? What's that? I, I had a, uh, probably last year, like right around the time uh, COVID first started and I went back to work. And I had somebody come in, you know, coughing and all that stuff at work. And I was like, man, you know, I probably, you know, my humor. My humor come first. Huh. <laughs> like, hey, man, you got that thing. You can't be in here. He was livid. And and he was, like, coming towards me like, like you know, like he had don't have enough. It ain't real. You can't tell me what to do. This is a public place. You, and, and I'm not sure. Right. No, it's not public. I pay rent. The public don't help me pay rent. But you know what I mean. This, this is my lease. So we gonna we gonna calm this down now. And he and he was so angry. I said, "Hey, brother, I love you." He ain't know what to do with that. I know. <laughs> he know what to do. <laughs> I love you, man. It ain't. I, I don't want to hurt you. God made these hands not to strike. Oh Another man, brother. that's what's happening. I ain't going there with you. If you want a haircut. Go ahead and have a seat. He sat down. He didn't know what to do with that. He was free. You can see it. In, I can see his face in the mirror. He was looking up at the mirror, looking at me like, like what I do? <laughs> like, what, what was that? Yeah. And ever since then, he's been the nicest person. You know nicest what? Person. And you know what's so funny about that? <clears throat> because we live in a society that has preached and has taught that don't let nobody run over you. Mm-hmm. And, y- you know, they look for aggression back. Mm-hmm. It's like an automatic response. If I say something aggressively, somebody going to come back aggressively with me. Mm-hmm. And they look for that. So when you do something different that they're not accustomed to, yeah. it freaks them out. Yeah, like confused puppy. They don't know, they don't know what, what to do. do. Just like you said, he you didn't know, know what to do. You know it all, and that even though I had a task like you know dealing with the way I dealt with like I, you know even now sometimes I look at them like, <laughs> like dude you must don't know who you yeah, messing with. I could, I could choke you right now, <laughs> you know what I mean? And most of y'all can't fight anyway. <laughs> but you know I, I I love that part of me is you know it's just and and like for some of the other guys out there listening, you know you're not alone. Yeah, absolutely. I, I have to fight that too. Oh yeah, I have to fight that that that, that ego that's saying, "Hey, bust him. 
Yeah. Mm-mm. I do too. Yeah. Because yeah. because it's there. Yeah. It's still. It, it, look, man. We all gonna have that still in us. We try to put more word in to kind of get that out. But yeah. guess what? You still got an enemy that's tr- still trying to speak to your head yeah. and tell you, dude. I don't know. You should have. You you knew you had that thing right by you. All you had to do was pull it out mm-hmm. and work him real quick. Yeah. But and that's after the fact, like you said. Now mm-hmm. after the fact, you think it back. Man, I should have just. Man, he don't know who he messing with. All right. But at the same time, or you really let him know who he's messing with. You know what I mean. Let them know you're messing, you're messing with God, bro. You're messing with God. In, inside of here, it's God. Man, that'll mess up. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I'm not going there with you. That's good. You know what I mean? Now, that is so... Now, you can't tell me what you just said. At the end of the day, when you say you mess with God, you messing with love. Yeah. And love is going to be displayed back to you. Whatever you do... God, the love of God is going to be displayed back to you. And people don't know how to handle that. Because like I said, what they want is hate for hate. Yeah. They, I'm going to show you hate and I want you to show me hate back. Yeah. But it go back to what Christ and, and like I said, with Christ and Dr. Martin Luther King. They showed him hate. What did he show them? Love. Yeah. He showed them God. And, and for the guys that walk around with a lot of aggression like that, man, you, you I, I know you have, just like I have when I was younger, as you find out you, the, the person you arguing with or having that kind of, you know, dispute with, it ain't even them you mad at. It's not them. That's true. You, you go ahead and do your work. Figure out what's going on with yourself that you feel like you have to do that to your loved ones or strangers, like present that. Go home, beat on your wife, or beat your kids. Wow, and, you know what I mean. Or treat yeah. treat people that you're supposed to care about unfairly. Man, you know what I mean. In a way that doesn't exhibit the God in your heart, because you know you got a lot of issues like that going on in church, and a lot of that is unspoken of. Yeah, that's true. So true. Yeah, so yeah, true. You know the Bible left and right, but you you home doing the wrong thing in your house. And to me, what they call that is a hypocrite. To me. Yeah. Cause you speaking one thing, you showing something else at home. That's mm-hmm. why a lot of people say, you when you talk to him, you, well you just don't really know him. Mm-hmm. You know, he show one thing in here. Man, that is so, so terrible. Because what we do, we think that the ones we got at our home, our friends or whatever that's closest to us, that we could treat them any type of way. Right. And that is not God. That is not the way his love is displayed whenever you want to do something. No, it, this should be all the time. Your heart should be on display at all times. Now, now I'm going to tell you something. Now, if your heart is not after the heart of God, the love, it's going to be on display. That means you're going to show all your aggression. You're going to show all of the stuff that's not godly like or loving. But if your heart is after God, what should happen is your heart, that love should always trump 
our pride. It should always trump and be on display rather than what comes through our mind that we should do certain things to certain people. Mm-hmm. We should always, our love should be on display, our hearts at all times. Yeah, yeah. You weren't deemed the punisher. You don't have to be be that, you know, in, inside of that, you know, in, in your home and stuff like that. But also at the same time, if you're listening and, and this does sound a little like yourself, it's not, it's not too late. No. To change that. Oh, man. Yeah, you're not a loss. God can repair anything. As sure as I'm sitting here talking to you, he can fix anything. He can repair anything, and he can grow anything, anybody. You don't have to accept where you're at in no way, shape, or form. You can. There's always another level. There's always restora- restoration. There's always grace. He got plenty of that, plenty of that. So with that being said, let's talk about church a little bit. Well, let's talk. <laughs> So, I, I had an episode with uh, Precious not too long ago about, you know, some of the things that, that bother me and, and some of the things I hear and notice in church mm-hmm. that 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 go un, unnoticed. Uh, they don't talk about it. You know, when you start looking at numbers again, and, and we may have touched on this in the past, but just, just to highlight the fact that most churches, most black churches anyway, 80 to 90% of women, right? Yeah. And the majority of those women are single. Yeah. Now, if, if, if you infuse, like, God into this and your thought when you're thinking on that and, and biblically, you know, thinking on that, that's not the way it's supposed to be. And should we be overlooking that? that that's that's a real problem, like, it, it, the, the singles ministry. Most of the singles ministries aren't progressive. They they don't produce mo you know much fruit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just a hangout. Yeah. You're not teaching them how to date, who to date. Not not saying pick them. Yeah. But what you're looking for. You know what I mean? And and, and a lot of people just go into relationships. You know, as Christians, just speaking strictly on Christians right now, and and inside the church, that. Their expectations are just a lot different. And a lot of that stuff they want immediately. They don't want to grow into relationships. They don't want to develop friendships with anybody. Right. They're, they're looking to, to, to find this list of what it, what, what, what to make me happy. Well, you've been single 30, 40 years. You have no clue what you, what, what person is going to be the one for you. That's right. You just have to connect with somebody and see what happens. But there's there's not a lot of conversations about that, right? Because you know what you know what happens with with, and this may not be with with everyone, but but the majority, what happens is, I go back to what you said. They don't know how to date. So when they go into the dating scene, even in the church, they a young man finds a young woman. First of all, a lot of time the women are looking. Totally the wrong way to do it anyway. Because mm. they say we're looking for somebody. The man should find them. He should. He should find them? He should be looking. He should be looking. She shouldn't look for him. Why? What is she looking for? You know what she should be doing? Uh, in my opinion? Mm. Getting her relationship right with Christ. And guess what? As she gets her relationship right with Christ, don't, don't you think that's his daughter? 
that he ain't going to make sure somebody is right for her and send them to her. Now, what, what happens is when, when he sends them to her, she looking at her list. And it's totally different than what God sent her. She looking at, okay, he's supposed to have this type of hair. Well, his hair ain't that way. Oh, he's supposed to have, because I just said naturally and, and what they preach, ask God for what you want. Mm -hmm. So they make this list. Oh, he's supposed to make six figures, but he ain't making six figures. So what you do, you say, instead of what, what like you said, we should be, they should be what? Looking or saying what God has for them. So now they didn't made this list and they concentrating on this list and they missed the very one that God sent to them. Because why? They didn't give them even a shot. They didn't give them a chance because you don't meet everything on my list. Now, I got something to speak. No, no, go ahead. Where in the Bible can I find that God sends somebody? I'm gonna have to look. Yeah, because I've always. But be, because because of this, he says, when a man finds a wife, cause first he gotta date him. When he when he he one male finds a wife, he finds what That's a good, good thing. thing. Right? So, let's just give an example. I'm out here. I'm single. Uh -huh. I'm a man of God. I'm looking for somebody because, why am I looking for him? Because that's the way God had it. Well, man, not to be alone. Man wants something. He want to have a companion. I'm telling you, they do. Women do too, though. I, I, I got you. Yeah. So, now let's follow it. So, now God, I'm in God, and I see someone that I like. Mm -hmm. Now, how I'm going to go to that person. So now if I'm in God, who's sending me? Because I'm going as God. I'm going I'm to represent who? Yeah. God. I, I understand what you mean. But, but you know, the way that sounds to somebody else is, say if it's a single woman listening to what you just said. God. She thinks that all she got to do is do this. And somebody's going to do this. No, 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 no. You know, tap on the shoulders and wake up from that Bible she reading all day, every day. No. And you have to participate. Absolutely. In this process, Ruth did. Yeah, she got to be in the, she got to be in position, but, but Ruth did it, right? But what happened? He still, did he find her? Or did she find him? See, and, and I understand what you mean, but the interpretation of that largely is, is that, most women feel like they don't play a role in dating. Oh no! Nah. And courtship. No, 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 no. Okay. Like you, you have to participate. Yeah. It's okay to say I like you too. Oh yeah, man, you have to. It's okay to say hello to to a nice looking gentleman or a funny gentleman that you've seen. Say so, hey, if he didn't see you first, it's okay to say hello. That okay? I got you. you. Yeah, I got you. Now I'm with you. Now you know what I mean. I'm but with you. Some people feel like they shouldn't say anything at all. No, no. Nah, that's... During the process, a lot of people, a lot of women feel that. They don't. They don't have to make phone calls to say hey. They don't have to do anything. You just sit by the phone. Well, why he ain't called me all day? No, this is two way. This, this is two. This way. is a lot of way that the church teaches though. It, it not teaches, but it it, it 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 promotes that type of thought. 
That's probably that why you, you don't got... play a uh, you, you don't play a part in getting out of your singleness. You don't have to do anything at all. You don't even have to show him interest. Like how am I supposed to know well, I no, want to marry just... you? Yeah, man. Or even want to talk to you if you're not showing me any interest. I suppose it's just fine. It's like I said, it's eighty nine percent of the church is women. Yeah, that's all I can. How I'm gonna know you? Yeah, man. I, I no, got I got all these people in this church. I'm supposed to just spot you. It's a thousand people in here. If you see me first, it's okay to say hello. That don't mean that you're 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 relinquishing your role as a woman in a relationship, or or you're saying that he isn't supposed to get on his knees and ask you to marry him one day. You're just saying simply hello. Now you now I can see you, and now I got something to build on with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? If yeah. I don't notice you, or if we if we've already made it past that part, and we like each other, yeah. Don't just sit on sit by the phone and just wait for me. I agree. Now you're right. You. you're right. You're right. You absolutely I mean? right because it's two ways. <clears throat> yeah. We're trying to establish a relationship, right? And a relationship has what? It has communication in it, yeah, big time. So now you communicate with me. I communicate with you. Just because I didn't call you, you call me. Yeah. That ain't saying that you pursue me. What you're saying is, I, I have interest in you, yeah. and I know you have interest in me. That says we're both pursuing a relationship. Absolutely. Yeah. There you go, bro. You're yeah. absolutely right. I, I got you now. Yeah. I got but, you. But a lot of times, you know, that type of mindset ain't promoted, and, and a lot of women, because of, you know, all the single warriors that, that the church have, whether it's men or women, because God's got a lot of issues in that area, too. But particularly in the, in the black church, you see a lot of misguided women, you know, in, in their singleness. And it's like, like where, where they get this information from? Because this, this is not in my Bible. Wait, wait for God to <laughs> but roll you up a dude in heaven and just throw him down here just for you. He ain't got no mama. He ain't got no family. You know, that's <laughs> you know? good. That's good. He ain't had no that. experiences. He was just sitting somewhere cocooning, <laughs> waiting for you to say you was ready. And just boom. He just throw them at you. No. It don't work like yeah, that. Yeah, it don't work like that. I got you. Yeah. I got you, bro. Yeah, you on point. You on point with that. And, and you know, and the single ministries that I've been a part of and that I've known of, there's no real promotion to get out of that. These are the conversations are to teach you how to cope with and how to live with. Hmm. You know what I mean? And I, and I know the numbers say that. And even in the Bible, they tell you, you know, it's, you know, we're a little, yeah, women are a little shortchanged, you know, <laughs> but we don't have to take on the mindset that, that we know everybody's not going to get married. That's true. But for the majority of us, he wants that for us. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And you can't just leave that up to him. He blesses the marriage, but you got to do the heavy lifting. The you got to cultivate a relationship <clears throat> with somebody. You got to participate in that. Yeah. And a lot of us are just went inside and sat on the bench and grabbed our Bible and think that that's all we got to do. You know, I, <clears throat> I think just just me just me speaking here mm-hmm. that the expectations I think expectations play a big part because you got a lot of which I've heard. They don't look at it from the man perspective. They look at it, even even pastors, from the woman's perspective and say, 
If he don't have this, if he don't have that, if he don't have this, if he don't have that, if he, you leave him alone. I've heard that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If he don't treat you like how I treat your mama, if they don't have that relationship, what are you really saying to your daughter? Now, what you and your wife have, it took y'all 30, 40 years to get that. Yep. Now, you telling this 19, 20-year-old girl that she's supposed to go out there and find what y'all got today. Yep. Today, that's, what, that's, what you, that's what you're saying. Yeah. And she's looking for that. That's what, that's what her daddy and that's what the pastor is telling her. Me and my wife been together 50 years. This is what a man does for his wife. You ain't always done that. No. You ain't always had that kind of job, access to finances. Sure have You ain't always had that. Mm-mm. You ain't always been educated. None of that. You ain't always been a good father. Yeah, that's a fact. But you, she's looking for that now. And then with your sons, you telling them, well, she got to be like your mom. Do you know how many nights I had to ask your mom to cook for us? <laughs> you know what I mean? See? You, you know what I mean? Because all they seen was just that one. Yeah. Those little snippets. Oh, I see my mom here because you outside playing. You don't see. Yeah. <clears throat> you don't know who cooked. Right. And, could've, and, it could have been my turn. You just came to the table. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? She could have told me, hey, it's your turn. You don't know who did the dishes when y'all was kids. Yep. You know what I mean? Because y'all weren't doing them then. Me and the wife had to split that up. We had to share the load. And you out here looking for a woman that you, that you, your idea of what your mother has been in this relationship. Yep. Not what she's really been. Not the real partnership that it takes to get past these 25 years in marriage. Man. Because this, I'm going to tell you something. It ain't, it ain't, listen, man. Everything. Is is not all uh, roses and what people think. A, a marriage is a work, mm-hmm. man. It is a work. Yeah. Do you hear me? I mean, we've been married for a while, and I tell you, even now, it's still. Do I love my wife? Absolutely. But do we have issues? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do we have to work through them? Absolutely. Do we have to just? Grab your tongue and say, okay, I'm not going to say nothing because right now, if I say it, it won't come out the right way. You know, all those things is relationship. It's relationship, man. I heard that dude major, the singer, on one of the things. I don't know if I told you that in one of our conversations last week, but he said marriage is a perpetual journey of undoing and becoming. Undoing and becoming. One, you have to everything. Once you know you got with the person that you're supposed to be, you want to be with. You have to undo everything before that. What you the idea of marriage prior to meeting them, what you saw in other people's marriage that influences how you treat your relationships. You got to get rid of all that because what y'all gonna have, y'all start. You got to start from scratch, and y'all got to build what y'all got. That's good. You know what I mean? I'm ministering to myself right That's now. That's good, man. That's good. <laughs> wow. But when he said it was so profound, like, yeah, undoing. You you have to undo, un, unpack all of that stuff. Man. And the older you are, the more stuff you got to unpack. That's true. And undo. That's true. And it's going to be, you know, it's a task in that alone, but if you care, and, and not just on the emotional side, if you care enough about 
about your, your character once you say I'm committed to something like as big as marriage that that's about your character yeah. when you say I do that's true that that's ain't true. about your emotion that's true that's, that's true. Your, your character I can love you and love being around you it's gonna be a day when I don't love being around you but my character is gonna make me stay my integrity is gonna make me take what I said serious yeah I said I'm gonna be here until the end we ain't at the end yet that's good you know that's when we get married. But, you know, the dating, that's another trick. But I, I wish, just for younger people, that they, they, they can get to, you know, with, especially with the influx of young people going into church now. Yeah. It's awesome. But the leadership, I feel like, is dropping the ball a little bit. On the last show, I said, if I'm the coach... Of this basketball team, and and nine of my players can't shoot. Who getting fired? The coach. Yeah. So even <clears throat> even though your pastor only has a certain, he has a slither of influence in your life, and that's mostly just about your relationship with God and how to be a good Christian. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How to mm-hmm. understand Christianity. Right. You know what I mean? Your walk. Right. He helps you understand. Dissect and and you know what I mean. Break, yeah. break all that down and yeah. apply it to your life. Right. But isn't that a part of it? Yeah. I'm not gonna send you out here and you can't shoot. That's right. I gotta train you. Yeah, I gotta train you. So in all aspects, not just prayer, not yeah. just your time. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not your attendance. Yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely. I agree. Yeah, not how often you read. That's that's not it. That's a lot of it. That's not it. Also, the first ministry. Ain't none of us here without Adam and Eve. Yeah, absolutely. So we got this first ministry. The first ministry God put together on this planet was man and woman, husband and wife. So we got to get some education about that, too. You know what I love? uh, uh, And and I won't name the pastor. What I love about where we go. I'm so grateful for the, the... the leadership there, the pastors that's there, because when he would say something, because he speaks from a man's perspective on that on the issue we're talking about, dating and all that. And you know, he say, Oh man, but what the beauty of it is, his wife, because a lot of times they minister together, she would come back and say, No, let's just because the woman and she go back and say this what they should be, you know what I'm saying? So it ain't a one-sided thing. Because most men, maybe they have daughters, and they're going to be like, you know, defensive. This what you should have, you know, and he should be this, and he should be that. Naturally. You, you know, because that's what they driving. Because that's who, you I know. I want you to take care of my daughter like I take care absolutely. of Absolutely. So that's when, I, the beauty of it is when his mm-hmm. wife comes back, and she comes and says, well, the woman should be this, should be that, should be this, should be that. And it balances it out that way it won't look like, and it won't seem like everything is on the man. Right. And the woman just look for all that, but she got issues she got to deal with and get right to. And it go back to what you said. It's a, they both coming together. And I like what you said. What'd you say? Undo. Undoing. Un- and becoming. And becoming. Constantly. That's so awesome. Constantly. And it's the same thing yeah. even in a dating relationship, brother. It don't change. Undoing all your mess and your expectations. Yeah. 
Gotta get rid of that. You, because now you got a person that you're trying to, you gotta learn. Mm -hmm. yeah. And if you keep all that baggage, it, I'm not saying throw all your stuff away because you know you got some standards mm -hmm. that you've been taught. But you can't hold all that and expect the person to live up to those expectations, your mama, your daddy. You can't expect no, that. with standards. Let's talk about standards. Okay. Like healthy standards. Take a bath. Yeah. You should be, you know, ambitious enough to get a job and want to take care of yourself. You know, man or woman. Man or woman. Before I met you, somebody got to take care of you. Because when we get married, we're taking care of each other. Right. So... Standards shouldn't be how to conduct a relationship that you ain't never been in. That's true. Absolutely. I yeah. agree. Yeah, you know what I mean? But we have we 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 misunderstand with the the difference between I got so many thoughts. Between like like what, what should be a standard or requirement versus what the expectation is. Mm. And the expectation is something that's gonna get you disappointed all the time. All the time. I don't know you. Yeah. How can you expect me to do anything? That's true. I wasn't there when you started having that expectation. I didn't help put that in your head. Now, after a year or two, and I've been doing certain things for you, yeah, every Friday I bring you something when I get off work. You know what I mean? I stop by the store and I bring you a flower or some chocolate. After a year or so, you know, after some time goes by, not just a year or so. Don't take that like wait a year or so. <laughs> but... After some time passed, you be, you become accustomed to it. So now, when they walk in the door, you know they don't do that. I know you kiss me every morning before you go to work. Right. I know you like to cook for me on Saturdays. Right. I know this. Yes. This is what you've shown me. Expectations should be something that you've shown me, not something that you've lacked in your past. I like that. You know what I mean? Yes. That's 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 awesome. But otherwise, you're going to be disappointed. Yeah. How I know what's in your head or what a relationship or a marriage look like if I wasn't there at the origin of it. Right. Yeah. That's There's true. no way. I'm going to fail that test every day. Every day. Every day you're going to fail. You're absolutely right. But we don't have those conversations enough in the in the singles ministries and church. You know, there's no, there's no real directive of how to get out of that. You can say what you want if you're single. You want somebody. You do. You want somebody, if you are a living, breathing person, loving God and all of that, you want somebody. Listen, I know too many of them <laughs> that that's what they speak about. They yeah. want somebody. Right. But when I look back and I, I look at their, what, the, what they're trying to kind of get, you know, what they say they want. And, and it's like a list and I'm saying... You know, I had one tell me the other day, she said, she said, young lady, you think I should bring my expectation now? I'm saying, well, what do you expect? Because you're expecting certain, certain things. And when she started kind of reading off this, this list, I'm saying, girl, please. You need to throw it away. <laughs> you, need to, you need to get rid of that because you're looking for somebody that you probably ain't going to find. And if you find them, they probably going to be. Dog you out, trash you out, and you didn't miss the very individual that God had for you because you got this stupid list in your head mm -hmm. that you can. It ain't like you. It like you rattled it off, yeah. like you rehearsed what you're looking for. And I'm saying, 
Yeah. This is crazy. You compile this list not not by what what's really in your heart, but by by your past and you know, just like when we were talking about the love language, love language just tell you what went wrong in your life. <laughs> that don't tell you what you need to be happy because you can't can't nobody just say, "Hey, I just want acts of service." That's that's my most important one. But if you get off work after a long day. You come in the house, you don't want to cook for your kids. Right. And your husband come and kiss you and rub your feet. You need a physical touch, didn't you? You know what I mean? You need a words of affirmation, didn't you? But here you are telling somebody, hey, acts of service, that's my number one and receiving gifts. Because that's what you like. That's your flesh talking. But your spirit is telling you, you want all five. You going to need all five at some point. Or all of them in one day sometime. That's right. You know That's I mean? right. That's right. You don't right. need them all. You don't need just one one, one or two to in, identify something. You ain't even read the book. You just took the quiz on Google. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And, and, and that's where your mind frame is. We, we, we get selfish when we come into a relationship. And a lot of times when you start caring about somebody, when, when if you want to know the best way to find out how damaged somebody is, start caring about them. Tell them you love them. It's, it's going to come out. And I like that about the excerpts, like you just said. Think, I mean, the, the love language. Check this out. You think about this. So you're talking about the love language. What you're talking about is God's language. Love. Right? Love, right? Yeah. And he's all of them. Mm-hmm. So if you and God, you're supposed to show all of those. Yeah. yeah. And guess what? Just like you said, at some point, they're going to need all of those. When you in a relationship, you gotta show all of the. Well, so what you saying? I'm only gonna show you half of God, cause that's all that's in me, just half. The only thing I got for, to show you God is act of service and gifts. Mm-hmm. No, you show them all of God when they need it. Yeah, that's yeah. so good, man. Yeah, I yeah. never looked at it like that. You just said it. Yeah, well, you know I'm different, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I learned how to read last week too. <laughs> this week numbers, <laughs> but you know, it's it, we don't we don't think about that when when you tell somebody that you 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 love them and you saying I do to marriage, you're you're gonna go through all, and and it's funny to me. I meant to say it while you were talking. You know, they're introducing this into singles ministries now. The love language. People are actually going out here from church asking people this stuff. And like, read the book. And if you don't, and, and if that book don't clarify it enough, go back to the book that you're supposed to be reading. Yeah. Which I explained to you, just like you were just saying, all of this. Yeah. You need all of this. If I commit to you, I'm telling you today that I'm going to take care of your heart. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to be what you absolutely, you need absolutely when it comes to what you need from you know the opposite sex or, or your husband or your wife. I'm going to give you that. Wow, that's it, man. On days that I don't want, <laughs> that's to, it. I'm gonna give that's you that. That's what's happening. You know what I mean? That's what's happening. But a lot of times we we you know because we're Christians and sometimes people do find the list. Uh huh. And then once they see the list, they don't care about personality. They don't care about connection. I got everything on this list checked out, and within a year or two, they married. Now you just stuck with this list. Now you're trying to figure out how to navigate with this list. And it's the kicker. 
the enemy know you got a list. Mm-hmm. So he going to send that same what's on your list to you. And you're going to think, this what God sent me. Because it knocked off my list. And you get in there and you find out. Man, that list was fake. I mean, what you showed me, you were supposed to have all this stuff on this list. But now we in a marriage and everything that was on that list, you ain't. Because what you did was put it up front because you knew that's what I was looking for. Don't you know he going to send you exactly what you looking for? Mm-hmm. And it may not be God. Yeah. And the hemorrhage. Yeah, you might, they, they might be everything on that list, but as life has taught us, some of them things come off the list. Quick. That job. That Quick. Made him able to do that. Quick. You know, that house, them vacations, you know, all of that stuff. Nah, you ain't get fluid out this year, sis. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> he can't, he can't do that for you this year. Time's a little rough. Now what? The economy different. Now what? You gonna let him go? He's everything you want. Because of this year, he ain't got that number four on the list. You done? See, that's crazy. Um, and 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 we don't we don't talk about those things. There's so many different things that when it comes to relationship that I've never heard discussed inside a church. Yeah, I agree. I agree. They they they. I I can say they do gloss it over. Mm-hmm. They gloss it over with. with and it's really just it, it it they make it surface and not what's inside. So they 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 do the surface of it. This is all that's on the surface, but what's in the inner? You know what's the whole package? And, and I agree with you. We they need everything just needs to be laid out. To where now we can see the whole picture instead of just seeing, oh, I see the package on the outside and it looks good. And it needs to be an ongoing thing. Oh, I believe it. Ongoing thing. I see a lot of people, a lot of churches do. I give them this. Do touch on it and go in depth. When they have their relationship series, uh-huh. they revivals about about love and marriage. They'll have it this year. Maybe next year they'll have it too. But what about next week? Because I'm living with this. If you look around, you can't tell me standing from that podium, you don't see 75, 80% of your church is women. Yeah. Yeah. And you keep seeing the children's ministry increasing. So you <laughs> so you know what happened. Yeah. Somebody having babies. Right. And ain't nobody married. Right. So what are we going to do about it? And you know what? Oh, bro, I'm glad you hit that. So look at this. And I know, I know we... I'm glad you said that. Now, check this out. We, we, we're talking about relationships. This is what happens in a lot of relationships before marriage. Mm-hmm. Sex blinds you. When you have sex, you don't... See, intimacy is not just sex. Intimacy is getting to know the person. Know everything about them before you call yourself having sex. But what happens is that intimacy only lasts a month. Or what is the Steve? What is that book? Oh, nine days. Nine days. <laughs> what a bunch of crock of crap. 
But anyway, I ain't gonna, you know, that's the man. But anyway, <laughs> but ninety days. Don't you think that guys know about the ninety day rule? Yeah. I mean, we ain't stupid. We know about the ninety day rule. We know y'all went out and grabbed every book a copy that you can get and want to read it and say, okay, we gotta go by the ninety day rule. When you ain't listening to you talk about that, that whole let's wait till we get married. Most of y'all ain't. Most of us are not going to do that, men or women. A lot of people want to test drive, and, and that's what they say. Mm -hmm. would, would, and that's that's the thing they say. Would you would you buy a car without test driving? Well, a car and a human being is too totally different. <laughs> you know, they compare you to a car. I mean, they talking so stupid. <laughs> And then they say, <laughs> that oh, you, a lot of sense. and that's what they say. Would you drive a test driver? Would you buy a car without a test driver? Some why people would, do. <laughs> yeah, or why would you get with a woman without testing her? You know, seeing what she got. Well, then you based everything on sex. And what you're doing to that woman, you know, and, and, and I've been guilty of that. What you're doing to this woman, you're, you're, you're creating another man she got to get over or get past in, in her mind and her, in, in her emotions. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, you got to, now it's going to be that much difficult, that much more difficult. When she does meet a guy that's going to take the time to get to know her. Yeah, yeah. So you don't think either I'm going to have to give him some early or he probably ain't going to want to wait around. Yeah. And in turn, if I don't think he want to wait around, I'm going to sabotage this relationship because I don't think it's going nowhere. Because women are emotional. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So I'm 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 adding this extra le level of defense around myself and making it harder for me to care. So guys, you know, you, we we also have that responsibility as Christians, as men. We have to understand that you know there's there's always damage in our actions when we're treating women like that, mm -hmm. discarding their emotions, and and you you're not gonna meet too many young women. That, that want to give themselves and they don't want the white picket fence and they don't want a, mad, uh, a husband and, and kids, a dog, a career. They want all of that stuff still. You know, when we get old and crusty, we start scratching the wig just a little yeah. bit. Like, I don't really like dogs like that anyway. <laughs> I think I'm yeah. allergic. <laughs> that's true. I don't really need a big dog because grass makes me yeah. itch. You yeah, I mean? yeah, that's I true. I take a townhouse. You know that's what I mean? True. But when, so when you're young, you're optimistic. Yeah, yeah. And when we're out here running through people like that, men, or when, when we're running through people like that, we're creating more damage. We're building a bigger playground for the devil. Now, if you're on this side, that should matter to you. Yeah, that's true. You're absolutely right. And, and that and that stuff just builds, man. It's kind of funny what you said that. That and that that's what that's what impairs their judgment, man, because they sleep with them so quick. Mm -hmm. And once you do that, dude, I mean, for men and women, for the women, now you got some women out here worse than dudes. Hey, man, I'm I'm, I'm an unsafe dude. Most of my 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 intimate moments have <laughs> been with church girls, and 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 I, I and I know a lot of them think well that you're building a relationship and you want to go through all sides of it, so you want to experience everything about this man that you're seeing. I, I understood that, you know, when I was going through the most. So I know it's going to be times you want me to come by the house. You ain't ready for that. 
Because when I come over, I know what you're trying to see. But we get to kissing and touching and stuff. Us. Yeah. We know what's coming next. Yeah. Or you're saying, well, if we talking about marriage and all of this, well, we should be able to lay in bed together and spend the night and watch movies and eat popcorn. Okay. Yeah. That ain't happening. Some clothes coming off. Right. Right. There's there's all kinds of things. So there is no safe safe, safe net on dealing with relationships. You don't have to live with each other first. And a lot of us, and as Christians, you know, a lot of the people in the world believe that I need to live with a woman a year or two before I marry. I need to live with a man so I can get to know him and see if I can stay married to him. Well, the truth is, most of the people that thought that ain't even married no more. That's true. That's if you fact. look at statistics, I love statistics. If you look at that, most of the people that live together or stay together a long time before they get married, a lot of times they don't even laugh. So who's that working for? If you believe that that's the way you should do it, who's that working for? Hmm. It's not working for anybody, so why do you still believe that it works? You don't have to live with anybody. You have to, in order for your marriage to work, we go back to the beginning. You need God in your life. God needs to be a that's part first. of that. Your life and your marriage. Absolutely. Bruh. Your character and your integrity need to be intact. Man. Man or woman, when you say I do, you need to be able and willing to say it every day. And not just when you in a tuxedo that's your right. pretty dress Bruh. you're eating the cake man you are so you hit me on point man I've been in trouble lately <laughs> so I've been thinking and reading <laughs> so I've been that I've been is on thought. point man cause I could tell you and I told my children this I said and they older now and I told them I said you know me and your mom we've been married for so many years I said but you just don't know Y'all don't know because all you seen was the good. Mm-hmm. You just don't know how many times she hasn't, but I've I've said to her, "This is we over. Mm-hmm. This is it. Why? Because of my I wanted things done my way yeah. and selfishness. You know what I'm saying? Just being honest." Yeah. Where I said, well, I ain't getting this. So I'm not, I, I ain't doing this no more. I mean, I mean, and told her, it's over. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I can, I can tell you this, that, and I've told them this, if it was not for God, I guarantee you, I probably would have left because of my things that I thought I wanted. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That I should be privy to. And it should go my way. And I probably would have left. I'm just being honest. Mm-hmm. But I know with God in it, to the, when those thoughts came, hey, this is over. When I went back, it kind of like the, the confrontational part. Then you sit back and let God really deals with you about your marriage, your relationship, and your commitment, not only to her, but your commitment to God. It changed, it changed me to say, man, where I'm going? I mean, when you start looking at, I heard somebody say this, people leave marriages for 20% of what's wrong and not the 80% that's good. 
They don't they they don't look at the 80% that's awesome. They look at the 20% that ain't good. Yeah. And they leave for the 20%, but you got 80% that's just awesome. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of us. And then then person that that leaves on children when you have mom and daddy together. And and how that can go left in their mind because they haven't seen what what it really took to make it. Now add that to the fact that most people don't see it at all. Yeah. So where they mind at? Yeah. Wow. They out here guessing. Yeah, that's true. They out here guessing. That's why we need the church to have these conversations. Yeah, I I agree. Yeah, I agree. We need them if if that's our biggest influence. You know, outside of our our friends and family, we need that. Yeah. I'm about to wrap it up. So, I appreciate you, brother, for stopping by. Hey, brother, um, I appreciate you awesome. inviting me. Yeah, and and that's I, I pray that 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 this is heard by some of the leaders and some of the ministries. Yeah, that that there needs to be more focus in that area. And this is not saying that this is, and you know, I title these because I'm gonna keep going until God tells me to stop. But I'm titling all of these what the church. And it's not saying, it's not me shunning the church. And it's not me, not me saying church ain't necessary. It's me saying, you know, we need to fix a few things. Yeah. Let's have a conversation about the things we need to fix over here. Because we start to look like them over there too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? I agree. So <laughs> these are my two cents. Spend them and save them. I got Brother Tony with me. Yes, sir. I appreciate my brother. I love him. I, I, love I'm you glad too, you friend. came in here. And uh, I found out that uh, I went to the foot doctor. And there's some stuff called, nah, my feet were terrible, dude. He took a razor to my feet and cut, cut stuff off. I was like, you taking my foot? That's, that's a lot on that plate right there. <laughs> and you put this stuff on there called your real 40%. And it really does soften the bottom of your feet. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so I've been telling women. I ain't told no men that. Because, you know, women always care about their feet, but we don't really care. But it's your real 40%, and it's all natural. It's on Amazon for like 10, 15 bucks. I'm and, about uh, to try. U R E A, 40%. But uh, it's, it's real good. It softens your hooves and, and gets, your, gets your feet soft. Because, you know, a lot of times we deal with our foot pain and we keep it. Keep it going. You know, we just deal with it. So. And you know what, and brother, I, 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 this may be another topic. Now, I just want to say this. I know men don't care, but I done seen some women, man, mm-hmm. when they wear them, them shoes with the, with the heel out the back. Oh, yeah. And it's, cr- now everything else on you look good. But then you get down to the bottom of your feet. Mm-hmm. And that thing, it's just so, it's crusty. And I'm like, how did you miss your feet? On the back, on the heel. Yeah. But anyway, that's another it, time. It, it goes it goes into like one of my passions. Like when I was um, going into the juvenile jails to talk to the kids, you know, part of what I did was talk to them about hygiene. A lot of people just don't have access to the right, um, the, the right guardians, the right influencers. Uh, uh, parents, a lot of times, don't teach kids about, you know, they're keeping up their hygiene properly. So in turn, they become adults that's, piss poor at it too okay so you know we we need to start having topics about that you know uh, uh on a lot of different platforms there's so many women podcasts out there and talk shows nobody ever talks about hygiene 
we we good at identifying like sometimes like with church. We can tell you everything you can do to go to hell. We ain't telling you everything to do to go to heaven. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. We, we, you know what I mean? That's we, a fact. We, we, we just beating you up, but we ain't telling you all the other stuff that's necessary. That. And so you can enjoy it too. Yeah. Enjoy this walk. Because that's it. It, it. It's not so hard. Man, that's. It's not so hard. You're going to have a bunch of hiccups, but any relationship in God is just another relationship that you're going to have. It's the most important. But it's still a relationship. Yes, it is. You're going to have hiccups. Yes, it is. You're going to do some stuff that you shouldn't be doing. Yes. You're going to disagree with God sometimes. So weird. But you're in a relationship. That's it. And it's work. That's it. You got stuff to do. That's it. But you can still enjoy it. It's still it. He gave you rainbows. <laughs> Not for them people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those are ours. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for us to enjoy. That's right. You know, this good air out here, let's enjoy it. But anyways, man, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. This is Cut Different. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. Amen. Amen. <laughs> well, I appreciate you. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, man. That's some good stuff, man. Now I'm thinking about, man, they got this, they got this.